You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is going on, Faithful? It is me, John Chavin, again, coming back to you because man, we don't have that many sleeps until the NFL draft. In fact, just two, just two. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, we wake up, and who knows? The world is our oyster. Now, I don't think that the 49ers are going to be as active round one of the NFL draft. I do not foresee Debo getting traded. Um, you guys can tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. Uh, it's just not one of those things that I'm going to buy into. But the whole idea of this is to th this episode today, we're jumping in. We're deep diving, baby. We're going through the big board that I've set up. And again, if you don't have the John Chapman's NFL draft companion, go get that at Patreon, 40 Irons Rush uh, podcast patreon.com just you get it as soon as you sign up it's there and so what i did is i constructed you know an nfl style big board that's horizontal you know i do the rankings i ranked one through 200 players so uh, there's a lot of players that i have ranked and draft profiles on every single one of them but i, I want to look horizontally today that's the idea and focus on a couple positions and try to weigh them against each other right we've done so many mock drafts and all those things those are fun i love those but what I wanted to do is try to differentiate some of these players, again, horizontally, um, where they fit in rounds, as opposed to, oh, this is my number two, number three, number four, number five player. Because I think, I think it gives you a very unique perspective on what those players look like and what, what everything kind of fits in. So um, let's jump in, and I think we kind of got to start here at the center position. Because, you know, John Lynch's press conference today basically, you know, came out and said it, it it's going to be Alex Mack's going to retire. OK, that's just what I think it's going to be. Alex Mack is going to hang up the cleats. You know, he he's done a hell of a job for his career. So the question then turns to what do you do at center? Interior offensive lines already question marked. The 49ers lost Lakin. You're hoping to plug and play Aaron Banks, your second round pick that you got last year in there, even though we didn't see much of him last year at all. That's your left guard spot. You got Daniel Brunskill. Does he slide into center? I think that's a strong possibility. Uh, or do you keep him at right guard? 
Now, I don't know. But I can tell you this. The 49ers love versatility. And so any player that they go after that's interior offensive line, I strongly expect them to be a hybrid interior offensive line, a guard-center combo. I don't think they'll go after just a straight guard. Um, I think they'll go after a hybrid guy that can kind of play both and see what happens with Brunskill taking over center or right guard and kind of what that looks like. Um, so uh, let's let's jump over to it. Now, I graded players two different ways. Uh, interior offensive line. I graded just guards and I graded guys that can play center. And so like if you can play center, you can play guard almost exclusively. And probably one of the few ones that is an exception to the rules, my number one center in this class, and that's Tyler Lindenbaum out of Iowa. Uh, he doesn't weigh 300 pounds, 6'2", 296. Yeah, he's a smaller guy, but he's incredible. He was a stud wrestler. I have a second round grade on him. Now, I know a lot of people are really, really high on them, but I have three players with second-round grades at that center position. Tyler Linderbaum's one. I don't think the 49ers even have a shot at drafting him. I think that he goes in the second round, but I'm thinking like before pick 40. I think he'll be one of the very first picks in day two. Would the 49ers trade up for a center prospect? I don't think they would. Um I really don't. Next one, I've got Zion Johnson. He's not, he's just a straight guard. Uh, he'll be going in the back end of the first round. Kenyon Green, Texas A&M, straight guard. Um, again, these are guys that I have horizontally in that second round tier. Kenyon Green would be a great fit. There's no doubt about it. He's more of a mover um, than you know somebody that's just going to uh, be a zone guy. He's a road grader. Somebody's going to pick him up and throw him and all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> and yeah, anyway, take that for what you will. Now, staying in that second round, Dylan Parham. I've talked at nauseum about this guy. I love this kid. 6'3", 311, ran a 4940. He moves. Great senior bowl, strong athletic, all over the place. Uh, I have a second round grade on him. I think I'm higher than almost everybody else. I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't want to take Parham in the second. I'd rather take him in the third. But I'm telling you right now, I don't think you can wait till the end of three to get him. If center is a priority, and it should be, especially with Alex Mack probably hanging up the cleats, this is one of those ones. You know, my athletic comp for him, if you just look at his measurables, it's Richie Incognito. If you look at the play style comp, which I do two comps for all 200 players, that's 400 comps out there. Because even though look like Tarzan, play like Jane, you know, that's what we used to say in, in the coaching field. Because, you know, you'd be handing out equipment and meeting your players. And you'd get these kids in there that were just like, holy cow, this guy's going to be a stud. And, you know, you go through practices and all those things. But once you get those pads on, they just disappear. So I, I think it's important to differentiate the play style from the athletic profile. So athletic profile, I have him as Richie Incognito. And play style comp, I have him as Western Richburg. He is almost just the most perfect fit ever for the 49ers. And they've already had off uh, scheduled meetings with him. So, you know, that's another one of those ones that's like, ooh, okay, all right. Staying in that second round, I've got one more player. The 49ers have met with him as well. Interior offensive lineman center Cam Jurgens, six foot two, three hundred three, another four nine guy. Kyle Shanahan wants guys that can move on the inside. He doesn't care that much about weight, especially at the center position. He wants guys that can run. Um, and you know he's very, very athletic. He was recruited as a tight end. Talked about Cam Jurgens. A lot of people love him. He is a four time one, two, three, four, 
four-time state champion and two state champions uh, in the discus and three – I'm sorry, four times – let me back up. I, I'm doing this guy a disservice. Seven-time <laughs> all-state player, four state titles in the discus, three state titles in the shot put, and he was a basketball player as well. I, I dive into all of this um, in our draft book. Uh, which if you want to check that out again, head over to Patreon. Uh, it's in the link in this description of this video. But those are the players horizontally that I have all similar. Now the rankings and all that stuff, whatever. These are second round players. The 49ers pick 61. If somebody, if one of these guys falls, I think that they have to be one of those, one of those uh, targets at 61 what's up philip uh always good to see you phil he, he's incredible appreciate it yeah nick uh he says that's my guy cam jurgens a lot of people love cam jurgens and rightfully so uh i mean he's a stud you know, my play style comp for him is trey tyler lindebaum who again i talked about you know earlier but without the polish Coming out of Iowa, if you're an offensive tackle or tight end, you're going to block like a beast, right? Uh, because you've gone through the process of an NFL-style offense. Tyler Lindebaum did not have that. Uh, I'm sorry, Cam Jurgens did not have that. But they're very similar players. Um, you know, if you just look athletically. Now, you have to take all those players and set them aside. Because now we're jumping to the third round. And this it's a whole new tier of player so even though i have cam jurgens and cole strange next to each other in my rankings there's a big difference between them okay cole strange out of tennessee chattanooga he's a third round center that and what i mean by this is if the 49ers took any of these players at round six uh, pick 61 i think it would be a giant disservice um i really like there's a chasm between a second round player and a third round player here's here's the how I would explain it. Second round players are projected to start right away with pro bowler upside. Okay. Third round players are usually developmental guys for me. That's the way I differentiate that great. I mean, yeah, they might have traits that could put them up there, but they also all have something that makes me say, mm, I don't know. They make something there that doubts them. Second round players. I'm like, okay, yes, I fully expect second round players to start right away and have Pro Bowl All-Pro aspirations. Third-round players, I could see Pro Bowl All-Pro, but what's going to happen with this question mark that I have over there? And that's where I'm at with Cole Strange. Um, size is there, 6'5", 307. Um, three cones, great. I mean, he athletic, left guard, center, all those things. Quick step in the run game, strong punch, all those things. Uh, he's a good fit. He played left guard all of his college tape. But again... Man, there is a dramatic shift going from Tennessee Chattanooga, which has not put out a lot of NFL content. I know we're talking T.O. and all that stuff, but there's a big shift there. Um, Consistency is going to be an issue. I like him a lot, but again, uh, some of those things, uh, just question marks, right? And I, I want Cole Strange. I think that he's a hell of a player. But again, is he one of those guys that I'm just like, ooh, no, he's not. Uh, he would be a settled guy for me. I'm like, oh, man, wish we could have got this guy. But Cole Strange, I like him. He's developmental. Very similar kind of concept that I would have with Jalen Moore, right? This idea. Developmental. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. It's going to take some time. Philip, Oh, man, appreciate the gift, man. He says, if Mac retires, which I do think he will, Phil, um, we should trade up for Parham. Yeah, I think, you know, if we're on the clock, the 49ers are sitting there, and Cam Jurgens is gone. Tyler Lindenbaum is gone. 
then I think that's where you get into the conversation of, okay, do we want to trade up and target this guy? If John Chapman was the GM, I don't think I would trade up from that 61 spot. Not for Dillam, even though I like him. I, I like him more than anybody, I think. Um, but for Parham, I think I want to wait. Um, but if we did trade up, I would be upset. Uh, I, I don't have that Creed Humphrey-type feel for him that a lot of other people have. Um, and so, oh, what's up, Tisha? How you doing? Uh, nice to see you on there. I love it. I love it. And yeah, Nick, I think you're right. This year is much deeper because of COVID. Every single college player in the country got a fifth year added. And so of eligibility because of COVID. So a lot of those guys waited to come out and we're seeing the, we're seeing it in this draft. The 49ers picked a great draft not to have a first round pick. And so I, I think that's, that's a big one. I think that one's there. Ooh, I love this. That Niner guy. I would stand pat in the fourth, take Luke Fortner. Uh, guarantee Kyle would love him. Yes, I, I think he does too. I have a fourth-round grade on him as well. Staying in that third-round grade for sinners that I think could step up. Donovan West out of Arizona State. Um, fun, fun player. Versatile, started all three interior uh, positions, but sinners where he's going to play. 6'3", 296. He's not as fast as a lot of the other guys. Even though he's smaller... Uh, five two seven forty. Now you say, why do we care about forty yard dashes? Yeah, you really don't. But I think it does show these players and their movement in space. Um, but he moves really, really well laterally. That's one of the things that I like most about him. He's not a straight line speed guy, but he moves side to side. Very good athleticism. Um, he's not very powerful and questionable anchor. Again, we're in third round. These are third round category guys that make me just go, hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. Now, a couple other players that I have at the guard position. I don't want to get too much into them, but I could see being targets. Darion Kennard out of Kentucky. Sean Ryan, UCLA. He was a tackle. Uh, he could play any spot, all five of them. I really like Sean Ryan. Um, and Ed Ingram out of LSU, who might be the best guard. Uh, he's got some off-the-field stuff, um, some major off-the-field. He had missed the entire year. Sexual assault charges, they were dropped. Uh, you know, I didn't go into all the details there, but that's a huge red flag. And the 49ers met with him as well, probably over these issues. Um, and, and that's where we're at there. Now, let's go to my next tier. I'm dropping down, okay? Trying to tier these guys horizontally. Second round, third round, fourth round. And let's go to Luke Fortner. I like Luke Fortner. 6'4", 305 out of Kentucky. He played all interior offensive line. Um, started the final year at center. He could play center. Good zone center. Quick, get, get off, good anchor. The thing that I kept watch as I was watching him, he, he he doesn't have the movement that a lot of the other centers have, which makes me question again. All right, what is this guy? How's that going to look? Yeah, he's good, you know, in the run game, power run game, but his build would say more zone. However, he doesn't block as well in space, and he doesn't have the agility as the other ones. Even like, there's just some mismatch things that make me just kind of question where he fits. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. 
Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What I love, um, where they fit, yeah, I, I would love to get Luke Fortner. I, I think that'd be a great pick in the fourth round. Um, and then, yeah, oh, here we go. What's up, King's Ransom? He's coming in. Uh, <laughs> how tall are you, John Chapman? I'm 5'11". What's up, man? 5'10 on a bad day. 5'11". I wish I could say I was 6. Uh, probably, but yeah, 5'10 to 5'11". It bounces back and forth in my old age. I am not uh, fitting the draft profile of a lot of these stud athletes, uh, thankfully. Now, um, sticking with it, and my last kind of guy I want to talk about here in the fourth round at the center position, and that's Alec Lindstrom. Boston College, 6'3", 296". Perfect build for what you want at the center position. 5-140, that's not really an issue whatsoever. He has 37 career starts at the center position. You want experience? You want somebody that can step right in? That's great. That's going to be your guy. Now, the issue is he's not really athletic and may have already topped out. He gets the job done, so when you're watching film, you're like, all right, that's a good rep. All right, yeah, that's a good rep. All right, that's a good rep. But you never see dominant traits. You never see anything jump off the tape where it's just like, mm, man. And it's not, again, with a lot of these guys that are, you know, 21, 22, 23 years old, you're trying to project where they're going to go, not where they are. Lindstrom is one of those low ceiling players, high floor, low ceiling. And what I mean is, I don't think there's any way Lindstrom's ever going to be a Pro Bowl player. I hope I'm wrong. And I hope that he just dominates. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, that, that's kind of where I, f- I see them, where I kind of fit them into, into kind of what I see right now. Let's go, let's jump to a different position. How about this? Yeah, that was the center position, but before we do, oh my gosh, this, this might be the greatest giveaway we have ever put on this show. And I'm pumped. Who wants to go to see the 49ers play their home opener? Free tickets right here, baby. So excited about this one. We just keep giving stuff away. And all of this is in an effort to bolster the community. And so I've been asked to, you know, put out mock draft competitions and all those things. And I thought, man, here we go. Let's do this. Let's make it about the Niners. I love the Niners. You guys love the Niners. Here's what we got. We're giving away two free home opener tickets to the 49ers this year for free, for free. 
Um, and so here, here's all you got to do. Click on here. Let me put this up on the screen. Okay. Um, two free tickets to the 49ers first home game. All you have to do is predict. You have five guesses. Everybody gets five guesses. Any five players that you think the 49ers will draft through the first seven rounds of, of the draft, right? The only seven rounds. Uh, the QR code is on the screen. If you want to scan that, that takes you immediately to it. Uh, so for my non-YouTube people, come on, man. Come over to YouTube. Check it out. Get your stuff. Uh, I also have it as my pinned tweet on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman, uh, with the information there if you want to enter as well. Everybody gets five guesses. And so the, whoever guesses the most correct, if you want to load up all your picks, that pick 61, if you want to predict some third round gems, whatever, again, the QR, you can just take your phone out, scan the QR code on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or Twitter, wherever you're watching. And again, if you're listening to the traditional audio podcast, that's fine as well. Head over to Twitter at JL underscore Chapman, and you can get that there. Again, we've given away two not one, but two free tickets to the 49ers home opener, whoever that's going to be. You know, the schedule hasn't been released yet. Uh, you have to get those in before 15 minutes before the first round of the draft. Uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, excited to see. And I'm telling you right now, y'all got to beat me. I don't know if y'all could do it. But uh, just want to say thanks. And again, just trying to build the community together. Uh, good luck to you guys. And again, head over to YouTube. Subscribe to us there. It helps us out a lot. And if not, uh, you can go to Twitter at JL underscore Chapman for your chance to enter to win two. Two free tickets to the 49ers home opener. All right, and I was I was kind of joking. If if I wait, I did put in um I I put in my five guesses for who the 49ers are going to draft. Some of these I'm talking about today, by the way. I won't say who. Um, but if I win, I'm not keeping the tickets. I'm going to give them to somebody else. Obviously, I was tongue in cheek there. Um, Nick, man, which man, I, I got to give a shout out to Nick. This dude's putting in some work. Um, really fun interacting with him on Twitter. He knows what he's talking about. And listen to this question because it's important. He says, visits, three cone, and familiar faces. What's another indicator for players the 49ers will draft? Yeah, I think you hit on that three cone, man. That's important. The sad thing was that this combine, players like boycotted the three cone. So um, a lot of players, we don't have that information. Kyle loves three cone players um, all across the board. Offense, defense, doesn't matter. The one other thing I would say is multi-sport athletes. You look at the draft last year, almost everybody, um, basketball players and track players and all those things, I think that's important. And also lack of injury history. Last year's draft, outside of Talanoa Hufunga, almost nobody had any injuries whatsoever. So if they're going to stay with that trend from last year, Nick, I think three-cone injury history, multiple sport athletes, and um, you know they call it the gold helmet, seeing what guys can do off the field. We don't get access to that. We don't get access to the interviews. We don't get access to the personality, all those things. That's a big one. That kind of leaves us guessing and just kind of saying, hmm. You know, I read a piece in Bruce Feldman's piece today on George Pickens. And basically, you know, I'm reading through his, his things, wide receiver George Pickens out of Georgia, who I love. But basically, all the people he talked to, scouts and GMs, all said he had terrible interviews. And that, man, you know, there's people that literally took him off the board several teams just because of personality issues in the interview process. Again, I'm just reverberating what he said. I don't know how likely that is because we don't get to see that stuff. The, the draft's a crapshoot in and of itself, but whenever you don't take into account personality players, that they love football, what they're like in the community and family and things like that, it definitely makes it harder. Uh, there, there's, there's no – there, it, that, that's a big part of it. 
so that that's something I'd pay attention to. Now, I want to jump over to the edge position and do basically the same thing here before we jump off and just tie into who are some of these 49ers players that they can get. Now, there's a lot of edge players. 49ers don't have a first-round pick currently. I don't see Debo getting traded. Now, if the 49ers did trade Debo and get into the top 10, I think the guy I would want is Jermaine Johnson. He's a first-round pick for me by far. I also have first – these are my first-round tiered edge players. Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, Jermaine Johnson. That's top 10-level talent. Then I drop down a little bit. Trayvon Walker, still first-round grade. David Ajabo, even with the injury, first-round grade. He's got to have a medical tag on him, though. Uh, make sure somebody signs off on that Achilles. Those are my first-round graded players. Second-round graded players, I don't think the 49ers really have an option at this first guy, George Karloftis. I think he goes in the first round. Not a first-round graded player for me. And wh what do I mean by that? I, I get that question a lot. I only have 16 first-round grades in this draft. Well, there's 32 first-round picks. How could that be? Just because somebody's taking the first round doesn't mean they're a first round graded player. So I have, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I have 16 first round graded players. Um, and Karloftis is in my top 32, but he's a second round grade for me. Um, now, here's the back end tier where the 49ers maybe one falls, but I doubt it. I think all these guys will go. Uh, Arnold Ebicati, Drake Jackson, Boye Mafe. If one of those guys is close to 50, I would trade up here because it's a premium position. You know, Phil asked earlier, would you trade up for Dylan Parham if he falls? Center's not a premium position for me. Defensive end, edge rusher is. If one of those guys falls, yes, I'm trading up to 50 to get Drake Jackson, uh, who I, I love Drake. Uh, I put in, you know, my, my title for him is best combination of size and flexibility in the class. Best combination of size and flexibility in class. You want bend? He's got it in space. 6'3", 270, like unreal. But he doesn't play strong, even though he weighs 270. He doesn't play strong, right? That's why I have him in the second round. Boya Mafe, holy freaking cow. That dude, three-sport athlete, right? What are the things they look for? Okay, all-state in football, all-state in basketball, all-state in track. Kid 6'4", 261. He ran a 4'5". The dude freaking did shot put 200, high jump six foot seven inches. He weighs 260, uh, dude, 42 foot triple jumper. Like this guy, and on top of that, Boya Mafe, we're talking here in Minnesota, he's already working on his NBA and sports and fitness. Like, <laughs> like he's a gold helmet guy. That's just what he is. He's unreal. Um, love this guy. My athletic comp for Boya Mafe. Is Jalen Phillips, who went in the first round last year, really high on him to Miami. Player comp, he plays a little different than him for sure, is a faster Ziggy Ansa, but freakish ability. I mean, just the dude's just unreal. Um, so, like, again, if any of those three guys are there, like, yeah, I would trade up. Those are trade up candidates at the edge position that I have second round grades on. Oh, man, appreciate it. The Recovery 716, thank you for the gift. Man, I love that necklace in the picture. He says, hey, John, always love your shows. Did you have the chance to see Larry Kruger's take on the Lynch press conference? Uh, he made some good points, thoughts. I have not. I actually just – I was texted Larry right before I went live here. Uh, we're going to record together tomorrow. So stay tuned for that because we're going to be on the show together, um, and we'll be going over that. But I did not – I missed it. Um, you know, and so I – 
I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I love Larry. I love his takes. That dude's incredible. Love what he does. Um, love what he does. Nick, what DE has the best get off in this draft? Man, if it's out of everybody, I would say David Ajabo out of Michigan, but he's got the Achilles. Boye Mafe is going to be in there. Arnold Ebiketti has a great get off, but terrible first step. It's almost weird how those two things go together. I think that's what pushes him down to the second round for me. Great get off. Um, and you know, one of the players that kind of goes into let's jump now to my third round tier. So all the players I've talked about, we're jumping down now. This is a different tier player, and I fully expect almost all of these players to be available for the 49ers. Um, and at the top of my list is Sam Williams from Ole Miss. Now, again, he's got some rough ones. He was dismissed from his team uh, for sexual assault charges and had to transfer and all that kind of stuff, but those were dismissed, you know, but whatever. 6'4", 261, ran a 4'4". You want to get off? This guy's got it. You know, I, I've got a high third-round grade on him. But there's definitely some issues in the past that you got to sort through and what that looks like. I, I don't have access to all those things. All I know is that that's what happened, and he was dismissed. I had a breakout senior year, and he's played everywhere. Um, a lot of fun. Next up's D'Angelo Malone. 49ers have had an official interview with him, and he is fun. You want to talk fast? You want to talk speed? You want to talk acceleration? This kid's got it. Um, 6'3", 243. He ran a 4'5", 4'40", so speed, speed, speed. And just elite production. Yeah, it's Western Kentucky. The Hilltoppers. The fighting Hilltoppers on the red turf, which I hate watching, but that's okay. It's kind of fun. Something different. Uh, 34 career sacks, right? 60 tackles for loss. Nine forced fumbles. If you have somebody that could put up elite presenta- uh, production at a smaller school, man, I love it. D'Angelo Malone makes a lot of sense for me if he falls. If they took him at 61, I get it. I wouldn't be psyched about it. You take him in the third round, I freaking love it. That's the idea, right? Uh, place, athletic comp, D4, that's his athletic profile, almost spot on. But his play style doesn't match D4. He's a little bit different. I put Jeremiah Tachu with more speed, um, who the 49ers brought in as well. Um, let's see here. I love this. Ali says, like the idea of getting Dominic Robinson on day three and seeing what Kusera could do with him project but you never know. Yeah, I have, um, this is my deepest position and most grades in one round. I have three, five, seven edge players in this third round tier. Seven. Um, I never have that many. It's so, it's a lot. It's a lot there. Oh, what's up, man, from uh, Coach Cruz. Love this. He says, the more I watch Alec Pierce, the more I like him. I just don't think he'll be there at 61. I don't either. Um, I don't either, Cruz. I really, really don't. I I like him as well, and he's a fun prospect, wide receiver out of Cincinnati. I just don't think that he's going to be there at 61. If he is, I'd be happy taking him. I'd be very happy taking him. Oh, from what's up, Jay Aguavo. Appreciate the gift, man. He says, thoughts on Cameron Thomas, Enigbare, or Pascal? Is there a chance we might draft defensive linemen? Yes, there is. Uh, great show. Hope you have a great trip, man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Tomorrow is like, I have a big day teaching. Uh, I have AP crunch sessions, all my kids taking their AP us history tests and all those things. So I have, I have about 90 kids for four and a half hours straight tomorrow with no breaks. 
just me and 90 kids all prepping for this exam uh, with AP uh, tests are the following week after the draft. So it's a busy week, but man, you know, trying to spend my attention, you know, it, one or the other things. But yeah, a lot of these guys, I think I have all of them that you just mentioned. Let me throw that back up there. Uh, I think I have all of them in this same round, um, except for Pascal. I like Pascal. I have a fourth round grade on him, but Cameron Thomas, yep, got him uh, got him here, and I have Inigbare as well. So, yeah, I've got both those guys there, and let's dive into them. Why not? Uh, why, why wouldn't we take them? So if we're looking at Cameron Thomas out of San Diego State, the Aztecs, what's up? 6'4", 267, bigger cat. Much bigger guy, Sean Merriman. Uh, that was my athletic profile play style comp. He plays like Sean, but watered down version. He is a project player and he started as a nose tackle, it has shifted out. Uh, first step, he's got great burst for his size. Arm length is awful, uh, very, very short arm length. And people get in and lock him up a little bit. This is not a Trent Balky player, <laughs> to say the least. Um, he doesn't have bend. But, you know, my thing for him is he's a better football player than he is an edge guy. I think that he could be kind of a um, base D end and then maybe even kick inside on pass rushing downs, but he's not really even a great pass rusher. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there that's kind of rough with him, but I, I do like him a lot, and that's why I have him at the back end of this third round. Now, Kingsley uh, Enagbare, let's talk about him. I did a full breakdown on him over on Patreon. Out of South Carolina, which we have lots of ties there, 6'4", 258, ran a 4'8", not fast. Uh, he's length. That's everything. He takes up space. Go, go, gadget arms. So just to put this into perspective, right? Cameron Thomas, 32 and a half inch arms. Enig Barre, yeah, this dude, his arms are literally four inches longer, and it shows. I mean, he's his frame is longer. He's just a wide-framed player with, He's got some elite traits, but it hasn't shown on film. Very undisciplined. Didn't like that. And he's good in the run game. No bend. It, it just He's got violent hands. I don't know, man. I, I wanted to like him a lot more than I did. Peyton Turner was my athletic comp for Enoch Barre. Kerry Hyder is my play style comp for Enoch Barre. I, just, I didn't like him. I wanted to have a second-round grade on him because of the metrics that he has. And the more and more I watched him, I just kept pushing him down. I almost put him in the fourth round. So I, I have him back end of the third round. So that, that's kind of where I put him. And Josh Pascal, uh, you know, jumping into here, I like Pascal, and I think he's fun. And I know a lot of other people are really, really high on him. But there, there's just some issue. He's a versatile defensive line. He's a big end, right? 268, 6'2", 268. So he's small, squatty, uh, heavier guy. Um, probably a rotational guy. I don't know where he fits. I don't know if he's a three, five, or seven technique. I, I don't know where he fits. I really, really don't. He doesn't have the bend. It's just like he, it was a weird player for me. Like part of me thinks he's at 6'2", 268, man, just bulk up, get to 280, play that three technique spot. I think he'll, because he doesn't have bend on the outside. I like him. He's powerful. They used him as an inside guy. But again, the 49ers don't really need that. That's my problem with him. He's not a bend. He's not fast. He's not an edge guy per se, if that makes sense. But yeah, I, I do think that we need to draft one of those guys. Oh, what's up? One of my favorites. What's up, Sin? Always great to see you on here. Thank you for the gift. 
she says, have a great time in Vegas, John. Oh, believe you me. I am. I'm going to be a little kid in a candy shop. I, I'm, and it's funny. You know, one of my most the draft is is my favorite thing in the world. That's going to be cool. Getting to hang out with Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell. That's going to be cool. But I ain't going to lie. My favorite thing about the draft is getting together with people and just hanging out. Which we're going to have two days to do that. Um, and you know, if you're going to be in Vegas, come hang out with us. 49ers rush Get your tickets. We still have day one and day two tickets available. Um, but if you can't come out and I get that, I understand the financial capital. It's Thursday. I get that. All that stuff. Um, you can join us live because we're going to bring the party to you, baby. The YouTube channel, they're loaded up. If you just click on, uh, John Chapman, YouTube, that's just type in John Chapman and bring you to my channel and you'll see we've got the feed up for day one. We've got the feed up for day two. You can turn those notifications on. Join us. We're going to be giving away so much stuff uh, to online viewers, people that are in person. We're just going to be like Oprah, man. You get a jersey. You get a jersey. You get a jersey. <laughs> um, it's going to be fun. Oh, look at Tommy. He, he's throwing shade at me. Hey, John, long time no see. Yeah, just a couple shows today. Uh, but. I think this is the content that we need. Whenever I go live on a show, I ask the question, all right, what what is what's other people not covering? What needs to be covered before the draft? And I think that this is important. Jumping into these different positions and seeing how they stack vertically and horizontally, that's what's important uh, to me. Now, one of the guys I didn't talk about, which I would be remiss uh, in this third-round tier jumping into, is Nick Bonito out of Oklahoma, 6'3". 248, lightning speed, um, a 45440. He's twitchy and fast edge rusher. He's fun. I hate OU. I hate OU, but I like this kid. I like him a lot. 7.073 cone. Like, again, Niners love that, and he's he's just fun. As designated pass rusher probably only. I don't think that he's going to be a base defensive end. He'd be somebody that would come in just two blitz off the edge. And my athletic comp for him was Eli Harold, who the 49ers had for a while. My Jai Sanders out of Cincinnati did a full breakdown on him. Very fun. First step in experience. That's what he does. Great first step. Now his bend is non-existent. He can get there. He just can't finish off the edge. And so if you've got a dominant pass rusher like Nick Bosa that can force a quarterback out, he's going to get a lot of sacks just because he's going to be at that quarterback death level. He just can't get the bend. And so that's why I have him here in the third round. Um, and then one more guy I want to talk about is Dominique Robinson. Miami of Ohio. What's up, Warhawks? Um, 6'4", 253, third round grade again. 4'7", 240. The 49ers had an official interview with him. He was a quarterback. He was recruited as a quarterback and transitioned to wide receiver before he scored four touchdowns as a wide receiver in college, um, then transitioned to the defensive line edge his junior year. So very raw. Uh, special team stud just needs more time to get to his new position. Um, that's Dominique Robinson, Miami of Ohio. Um, he, he's fun, but he's a project, right? Now, Aaron Mabins, the athletic and play style comp, it just the whole time I was watching his film just reminded me of Penn State rusher Aaron Mabin from a few years ago. And he just doesn't have the skill or refinement or production really yet, but the athletic traits are there. It's just, you know, what do you, what do you do with them? What do you do with them? Um, so that's my third round kind of edge rushers that I have there. Jason, are we trading Debo? No, 
<laughs> I'm not trying to yell at you. I'm just trying to be as emphatic as possible. And if that was not emphatic enough, here is a quick clip from John Lynch on if we're trading Debo. I can't ever imagine, you know, wanting to, to move on from Debo. You put your Can't even imagine it. Can't imagine it. So, no, he is not going anywhere. We are not trading Debo. Uh, Kali, what's up? He says, John's the man. Appreciate it. Hopefully this season we can link up for a game 100%. So we started doing the 49ers rush road trips last year, which were a huge success. Those are definitely going to continue. Um, we're trying to do every single away game this year. That's that's the plan, including Mexico. We're going to Mexico for sure, for sure. But uh, we're also trying to offer something a little bit different for four of the games. And we're, we're going to release a little bit more of this at the draft where we do a full weekend itinerary. And I want to see how this is going to go. Instead of just the Saturday night meetup, we're still going to do that. But like we basically plan out the entire weekend, you know, go to a college football game on Saturday, right? Uh, we got our Saturday night party Sunday morning. We're going to get together and have breakfast somewhere and things like that, depending on when the game is. So yeah, Collie, we definitely got to meet up, man. We got to link up. Um, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I, I want to meet and build relationships with people that participate in this show. It's important to me. I, I believe in the community. Uh, and bringing people together. That's what, that's what brought me into the sport. That and my hatred for my stepfather. Uh, <laughs> from uh, Cruz, he says, how many 2023 picks do you think we part with to move around? We haven't really done that as much as I would have thought. I, I, we're projected to have like 10 or 11 picks right now for next year, and that's before the Jimmy Garoppolo trade. I hope we use some of those to bounce up and down to go get the players that you want, especially whenever the 49ers are just sitting there at 61. You got a while. So, yeah, and then some of these edge rushers that I have second-round grades on, Boye Mafe, Drake Jackson, Ebiketti, one of them fall, you jump up and get them. It's just too much of a premium position. So I hope we do trade some of them. It's a lot of capital there for sure. Kali says, my guy's D'Angelo Malone. Yeah, he's a fun favorite. Um yeah, do a home. Here's here's my I love home games. Um, and I go to a lot of home games. The problem is I can't get people to come out, and so that that's kind of the rough uh, issue. Is everybody lives there? It's it's kind of rough to get people out. Do I do it in the city? Do I do it in Santa Clara? It's so spread out there, and so it's just the logistics. You know, we went to a couple of games last year, me and the wife, and tried to like do some tailgating stuff. And it was rough to get something together. It, it, was, it was a struggle. So I want to. I really, really do. The The issue I have is there's just so much competition with private chapters and all those things, which are great things. But what I found is there's nothing for the away crews. And so that's why I'm trying to focus my attention there. But, yeah, I want to do stuff at home. But, man, it's just people that live there, I, I don't know. It's just a little bit different. Because if you're going out for the game already, it's rough to kind of go out again. And so I want to, though, and I appreciate you putting that up there. Oh, let's see here. Niner Cali boy. I get to Vegas late Friday. Where's the after party? Oh, man, that's a good thing about Vegas is there's going to be parties everywhere. Uh, it's going to be bananas. I know Ice Cube's going live right after um, the last pick. So there's going to be a pretty awesome concert. So just head to the Bellagio. You'll be good. You'll be able to get that set up. Um, I've got some family in town in Vegas. We've got a birthday party I get to go to, which I'm pretty excited about. But um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be out clubbing Friday night. I don't know. You might see Chapman out there 
doing some oomts, oomts, oomts. Uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on there. Uh, but anyway, coming to Texas this year. Yeah, if, they, if they're playing there, I'm there for sure. You know, maybe we can go there and beat Dallas in the playoffs again. That was probably my favorite trip of the year last year. That was awesome. Uh, but yeah, if they're there, I will be there as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I think it cleared up two of the positions. That was kind of the goal. Center and edge, which are both needs and a lot of visits and priority positions for the 49ers. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Man, so close, guys. We're so close. Hang in there. Just hang in there. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.